Welcome to The Sale Ring, a podcast dedicated to real estate brokers, agents, and America's top auctioneers that keep the markets moving. Join your hosts, Sean and Trina, as they talk with most successful realtors, marketing and technology experts, investors, and influencers. This show is devoted to all industry professionals looking to up their game and stay up to date. Welcome to The Sale Ring. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Sale Ring Podcast Show. We've got our good friend, Christian Vetter, in the studio. Christian, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. Miss Trina, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Christian runs a company called Viral Video Marketing. Am I saying that right? Viral Video Marketing. Viral Video Marketing. How long have you been in Kansas City, you personally? Well, I grew up in Kansas City. Nice. I grew up in Kansas City, South Kansas City. I'm a Northlander now. And, uh, but uh, yeah, Kansas City in my entire life, except for, you know, a little bit of time in the, in the military, but uh, primarily Kansas City and I'll be Kansas City, I, I think for, for Until my- Until you die. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Me too. Life. Me too. Awesome. How long has viral video marketing, is that a company that you started recently? Has it been around for a while? Or? I started viral video marketing in 2013, did so after- 20, well, about at that time, 20 plus years in the radio business. So my background's in radio. Then I, in 2008, I don't know if you remember or not, we had a bit of a downturn in the economy. <laughs> Just a little. Just a we're, slight We're correction. in the real estate market. We I saw something <laughs> about that on the news. I figured you guys might know something about yeah. that 2008 <laughs> deal. So 2008, I was working in radio and, you know, there's not, there's not a radio station on every corner, but there is a school. So mm -hmm. I went back to school and got my teaching credentials. And then in 2011, I started teaching school, elementary school. I actually went back to my school, Boone Elementary School in the center school district oh. and taught elementary, special ed, and it really enjoyed that. So I taught there for three years, and then I started teaching part-time as I transitioned to do my business, which is viral video marketing. I realized that I love teaching, but I also was a media guy. And so I wanted to do something. I wanted to make a change. I saw a lot of opportunities in internet and online and video. So I knew it wanted, I wanted to be in video, but I wanted to bring a little more of a marketing perspective to it. So I, I wanted to become a video marketer. I saw that in 2000. Six or 2007, YouTube, you know, came on and, and video was really popular online. People were engaging with video online. But this is the time when businesses, they started doing video, but they were doing the video that they wanted to put everything they ever wanted to say mm -hmm. into one video, the five minute, the 10 minute video. And I thought, well, maybe I can help these businesses have a little more thought in, in how they could distribute their videos or, or, or to devise their videos. So I went to work in learning everything I could find about video marketing, which was not popular in Kansas City. The, the term video marketing really hadn't resonated in Kansas City, other places. So I like to say, and being that I have talked to a lot of people, uh, I really feel like I am Kansas City's first video marketer. I started Kansas City's first video marketing agency. Video marketing, again, not a word. There was video production companies, there was videographers, but not video marketing. Nice. Pre-show, when we were visiting, you're friends with Patrick McBride, drone on demand. Have you done yeah. some work with Patrick? Loosely, uh, uh, friends. Uh, yeah, that's like, that's <laughs> yeah. that you don't, you don't yeah. want to say that publicly? Is that yeah. what you're saying? I'm associated with him. There you go. <laughs> no, he's, he's a great guy. <laughs> he is an awesome guy. Me, him, had... Let me just say, Patrick McBride, 
I met him a couple of years ago, but we first found out when we, within minutes, we found out we were both this, about the same age. I mean, literally, you know, I think he's born to 70. I'm 69. <laughs> we were Star Wars fans at the same. So we had the connection to Star Wars because we were both like seven, eight years old when Star Wars came out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's got a flying camera and I'm using, you know, I'm doing video. So, yeah, we hit it right off. Yeah. Star Wars geeks and video guys. Patrick's a good man. We've had him on the show before, and he spoke uh, of you and and of your business very highly. So we appreciate you uh, joining us in the studio. Kansas City's been good to you. Mm -hmm. You've been here for how many years, you personally? 49. 49 years. So you're a Kansas City native. You said you were in the military. Tell me about that. Well, the majority of my military career was in the reserves, both Army and Navy. I did I did uh, a stint in the, in the Kansas National Guard, but majority was the Navy Reserve. And uh, in the military, I was a public affairs, worked in the public affairs community, public affairs officer enlisted. My background or my, my specialty was mass communications, photojournalism specialist. So I took pictures, wrote stories, and I like to consider myself a glorified troop supporter. Because yeah. I got to tell the stories and, you know, take pictures and tell the stories of who I consider the real heroes, the ones that were, you know, doing the jobs that, uh, you know, you know, even though at the, at the end I was a part of combat camera, I did not serve in combat. I trained for combat, but I, I you know, I met a lot of individuals who, who had served in combat or were put in harm's way. And, and it just really was a satisfying job to be able to be in a position to tell their stories. That's why I really enjoyed my time, you know, serving in both the uh, Army National Guard and the Navy Reserve, because I got to meet a lot of real heroes and tell their stories. Very cool. I also uh, spent a a long stint in the reserves in Oklahoma in the National Guard as a field artillery instructor. So work hard all month and go to Fort Sill and and blow the crap out of stuff down there. That was my release. That's That's how I decompressed. And that was the other reason why I liked the military, because like, especially that last three years where I got to do combat camera, uh, you got to do your camera stuff, but then you got to go do a lot of small weapons training. Absolutely. So a lot of, a lot of shoot and, yeah. and communicate. A lot of unorthodox things that you would not do as Joe Civilian out here on yeah. the street. So it was, yeah, yeah it was that's an enlightening experience. Well, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Thanks for your service. Well, thank you for your service. Both of you. Yes. It, it was good times. As we get into video marketing, and this is going to be a great educational podcast today's session, and I'm excited about it because we're going to talk about a couple different components from some tips or techniques from capturing and you know best practices, if you will, when you're when you're shooting video um, for various reasons, the quality of the video, SEO reasons on the back end, but then also about marketing, you know, maybe some of the platforms that we can launch videos out there and, and get just a little bit more of an advantage out of them. So as we get into that, I'm, I'm going to be excited to kind of have your, your professional feedback on that. You're also in radio. You told me that you had uh, spent some time or still spent some time in radio. Yes. Uh, I already told you how old I was. So at the age of 19, 1989, I got into radio. I did overnights at a radio station I was an intern who went to college and was just taking the core classes and somehow got an internship. And that's what I really wanted. And that's, that was my first experience into radio. I've covered the uh, local sports scene for, you know, 25 plus years. I still cover the Chiefs and and the Royals, uh, majority of the Chiefs on uh, Sirius XM, NFL radio, CBS sports radio, Fox sports radio. So yeah, I've done every job in a radio station from the board op. Actually, I've, I've, 
mowed the yard, took out the trash, done, done all that. <laughs> Literally all every job that, in radio. Yeah. Every every job. And I, and I enjoyed it. And, and Changed the light bulb at the top of the tower, did you? Yeah, I actually got to learn about the the, uh, the transmitter. I really, really? did. Because yeah. I, I managed a radio station in the 90s. And I won't get into that story because that's a whole other episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that job was a great experience. There was a GM who was on his way out. He had been in radio for many years. And he said, I was like 26 at the time. And he says, you do not know how lucky you are to be the general manager of a radio station at 26. And there was a gentleman who owned the radio station. And I won't name his name. Yeah, he's no longer with us. But he reminded me of Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. Denver Pile. But he was a very wealthy. I, I think that's uh, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, Denver Pile. He was a very wealthy Uncle Jesse, and uh, he owned oil and banks and cattle and radio stations. Hmm. And after some changes happened at a radio station, I was elevated quickly, and it was just me. Over a couple of years, we put some things in place that I will just say changed the radio map in history. And I actually got two little lines in the history of radio, but a lot of, uh, you know, pride, you know, because it was a great experience. And I feel like, you know, I, it, it was a, it was a great learning experience. And so I was a radio guy. I continued radio and then I did so full time until about 2011, 2010 into 2010, but now video. And video has always been with me, too, because even in the 90s, I was doing uh, KC Repertory Theater and, and uh, UMKC. I wasn't a student at UMKC, but I filmed classes there and worked in their educational department and did some video there. So always had an interest in video. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Long background. Yeah. And, and you've done a lot of things. Yeah. So that's exciting. You know, I can relate to that from being from Western Oklahoma. So somebody asked me one day, they said, well, what do you do in Oklahoma? And I said, one of three things. You either farm, you work for the prison system, or you work in the oil and gas industry. And you and do all I've, three. I've done all three. <laughs> you know, I was I trained horses for the Department of Corrections for about 10 years, which um, that's, again, much like your radio management, uh, that's a completely different show. Right. I don't want to bring the show down. <laughs> You're listening to the Sale Ring Podcast, taking real estate and auction to the next level. So let's talk a little bit about kind of the focus of your company, day-to-day activities, projects, maybe. That'd be a great place, you know, just uh, some examples of something that you have either just worked on or are working on and kind of how that plays out. If somebody was to engage with you today, what's the expectation? Well, generally when someone contacts me, they, they, they're wanting to get a video made. I will say the cool thing about my, my job that there really is no typical day. It's kind of neat that you get to work with a lot of different clients, a lot of different backgrounds. So you get to learn a lot about a lot of different industries and things like that. And, and a lot of different professionals with varying degrees of expertise and experience. So, you know, it, it really kind of helps you. You learn a lot from people. Mm-hmm. So there's opportunities to not only teach people, which I enjoy teaching, as, I, as we talked about, but I learn so much from working with all these different professionals in different industries. So that's one thing I like about doing what I do, which is... Essentially, viral video marketing is a consultancy, a video marketing consultancy. I also act as a video producer because my clients, they want a video produced. So I'm going to help them produce a video. A lot of times they, maybe they've done some in-house video and it didn't turn out quite as crisp and as professional as they want it to be. They've seen other videos and they're like, I want one like that. Um, I try to help them get that video that's high quality, that's engaging. And I talk to my clients about producing content that's compelling, not selling. 
compelling overselling because nobody wants to be sold anything online. The second that a consumer or a social media viewer or web visitor senses they're being sold something, then there's a disconnect. Yeah, but, but they shut down real quick. Right. I'm one of those, yeah. But if you keep it compelling and you keep it, then you don't really need to do any sales because... It's selling is, itself at that yeah. point. Yeah, it's much more meaningful to them and they're going to want more. They're going to want to interact with you more because now it's become more, there's a connection. Mm-hmm. So if you can create that connection and create compelling, meaningful content. And I mentioned that I was a teacher mm-hmm. and I see a lot of parallels between being a teacher and, and having a background in education and in marketing, uh, because you have to keep the content in the classroom engaging. As a marketer or as a business that's doing engaging in marketing activities, you have to find a way to keep it meaningful and engaging. And when you do that, it becomes much more memorable. So meaning is memorable. And teaching, just like teaching is not telling, selling is not telling, but it has to be compelling. So it has to be compelling. Let me ask you along that same lines, what about timing? What about the length or the duration of videos? One to two minute versus five minute videos? Uh, Because we've talked about that on this show before. People's attention spans gotten really, really short. There's just a lot of stuff in front of them. They've gotten yeah. short attention spans anymore. Well, I think all we have to do is look at ourselves as consumers. We we really don't have, you know, a lot of patience or time. We want things now. I mean, we mm-hmm. even the microwaves are gonna probably have to be replaced at some point because I mean we're just gonna be it's gonna be like the Jetsons. You it's gonna be push a button and it comes out somewhere. So having said that, yes, yeah, short content obviously is better, but really there is no rhyme or reason because there might be a need for longer form content. I'm not going to spew a lot of stats, but there are, I think we know as, as mar- you know, people who engage in marketing that 30 seconds, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, probably all, you know, um, optimal. Mm-hmm. When you get to two minutes, you risk the chance of losing your audience in that last part of your message that may be crucial. You really want them to hear. But then there are stats in Wistia. I will quote Wistia because I, 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 I uh, I'm part of the Wistia communica- uh, community, which is Wistia is video hosting for business. And I can talk to you about that too. Okay. But when you get to the six minute mark, longer form videos from six to 12 minutes, if you can get them to six minutes, if the content is going to be that long, then they'll probably stay. Yeah. Well, between two and six minutes you is your biggest chance of losing your audience, is what you're saying. Right. When you're talking about five, six plus minute videos, is this property, real estate, auction videos, or are we talking more about like training videos? Something that's like got, you know, kind of, yeah, yeah, like how to, or it's got some doctrine in it that you're, there's a learning objective along with that. Because that, for me personally, six minute videos, it better be really, really good. When I talk about those kind of videos, I mean, they, they, well, I mean, unfortunately there's a lot of videos out there that really don't have any thought in them and they become those six to 12 minute videos. There is an audience for those. I see that you're partnered with Realtree. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. I am a guy who loves to hunt, but unfortunately I don't go hunting. So I watch a lot of videos of people hunting. <laughs> You're living vicariously through. I will watch somebody. Yes, videos. I will watch somebody in a deer stand for six to twelve minutes. Yeah, or longer. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so that's something that you know. Even though I don't get to go hunting like I want to or used to, I'm an expert because I've watched so many videos and we can talk about <laughs> how we descent and how we what products I use and. You know what to do next time you do go hunting. Yes. If I go, nice. yeah. And I'll probably, when I talk to like my godfather who, you know, he hunts out of an old bus and he does it, you know, he's got his blue jeans on and he's not washing his real tree, uh, you know, hunting gear in certain detergents and uh-huh. spraying them with certain deep, you know, 
you know, scent and things like that. Um, like I would, you know, that I've been trained by these long form videos that I've watched <laughs> that nobody else would probably watch. But so my point is, it depends on what the video is, but I thought that'd be a great way to throw in your partner there, Realtree, nice, because yeah. I will watch a video for 12 minutes if it's something that you said, like if I'm vicariously hunting through that video. But yeah, training video, something of value. I think somebody would watch something of value, something that's going to, they're going to get something again, meaningful. It's going to be something that's going to help them advance in whatever they're doing. I think that's a reason why somebody might want to watch long form video or bring it back to real estate. If you're going to really invest a lot of money into something, whether it be a piece of property, a home, a car, equipment, gadgets, gear, whatever, somebody's going to watch a video to really understand all the ins and outs of that video of that product or property, because they're going to invest a lot of money in that. So they're going to be more engaged with a longer video. That makes perfect sense. Great content so far. We're going to slip away, hear from our sponsors real quick. We'll be back in just a few minutes with Christian Better. Thinking about selling a real estate investment, but worried about the taxes you'll have to pay? Property owners just like you have solved their tax issue with a Starker Services 1031 exchange. One call could save you a fortune in taxes. Call Starker Services today at 800-332-1031 or visit online at www.starker.com and keep the tax dollars working for you. Are you looking for heavy equipment but unsure where to start? Then you need to check out AuctionTime.com. Find great equipment has never been easier than bidding online at AuctionTime.com. What are you waiting for? Online auctions are closing every Wednesday. So register and start bidding today. AuctionTime.com, the way to buy heavy equipment. Ever dream of owning a country estate, historic home, or lakefront property? Log on to unitedcountry.com. Would you like to retire to a home built on breathtaking acreage in the mountains? Unitedcountry.com. Ever dream of your own private hunting preserve? UnitedCountry.com. Over 30,000 farm, recreational, and lifestyle properties are just a click away, helping people find their American dream for over 90 years. We will help you find yours. Log on now to UnitedCountry.com and find your freedom. Crude oil, natural gas, coal. Buying and selling minerals is a breeze when you have the right energy professionals on your team. Mineralmarketing.com is a leading resource for America's mineral owners. Whether you're wanting to lease or sell your mineral rights, Mineral Marketing has you covered. Mineralmarketing.com, the oil and gas marketplace. And we're back in the studio with Christian Vetter of Viral Video Marketing. While we were on the break talking about the different kinds of equipment, you brought up something kind of interesting about phones. You know, the new technology right now, the, the hand, just handheld devices in general and telephones, the quality of images, the quality of the video that they take is dramatically different than it was 10, 15 years ago. Absolutely. I mean, I have an, I, I, I'm kind of behind the times. I have an iPhone 7. And I see some of these new iPhone, you know, 10, 10S. Yeah, they shoot great video. So really, there's no excuse not to get started shooting video. It is helpful to pick maybe a Rode video mic, you know, lapel mic 
that yeah. kind of helps. I see uh, somebody that I know that works at a local TV station. They were a couple of years ago, they were doing some, some, you know, reporters started doing the uh, live video on social media. And I said, Hey, pick up a lapel mic. And now so I see, we can hear they, you. Yeah. They, so they, they pretty much all have that now. So if you have your phone and you have a lapel mic or it's a sure mic that, that plugs into the phone and you can put it on you, mm-hmm. or you can put it on the person that you're uh, recording video of in an interview and it sounds great. And you're able to, to then do live video, recorded video. But yes, so you, you might be hesitant to do video because you're thinking, well, I can't do video in a high quality fashion. And it is important to have high quality video. Uh, there is a, a survey that comes out every year. It's called the Edelman Trust Barometer. And it talks about consumer trust. So there is a piece that, you know, because people like to say, you know, the content is, the, is king. And as long as the content is great. Well, that is true. Whatever you're doing, you know, even if you're using a smartphone, you still want to try to make sure you have the video horizontal, horizontal for that, if that's the platform, vertical, unless you're yeah. doing vertical video, because there is a place for vertical video. But do it in a, you can do that in a high quality fashion. Um, so there's no excuse. You can start making these videos. And if, if you can do them on a, in a consistent basis, you're going to start to connect with your audience and you're going to start to build that audience if you start to do content and video content on a consistent basis. I see a lot of people carrying brand new phones, new phones, you know, the iPhone 10, uh, the Samsung Galaxy, the lapel mic that you just mentioned. And I'm talking about pricing of equipment. Uh, There's a website, there's a company out there called uh, B&H Audio. So we order a lot of our audio equipment from them. And the other day I received an ad from them and that's exactly what it was, was the, the phone adapter and the lapel mic that you plug into your phone. Yeah. And it was like $23. Oh, wow. That thing had 12 or 15 foot of cord on right. it. And it would even come with a splitter. If you had two people, you wanted yeah. to split the mic where both of them had lapel mics. And you can't afford not to buy that to clean your audio up, in my opinion. That's a great place to start. And then you can level up little by little. You know, I don't do, when I first started out, I was a one-man band. And I would go in, I was the you know corporate video guy, video marketer. But I quickly changed to where I started using other creators and things like that. But I still have video equipment. I don't do the video like I used to. I work with other creators that do the majority of the creating of the video where I work with the clients and do the client work and the marketing side of things and produce the videos. But I still have equipment. And the good news is that the technology has been shrunk down to a prosumer level where you can really get high quality video and you don't really have to break the bank. Um, I put together a kit. I have like an SKB case, like kind of like a Pelican case. And in there, I have a Canon M50, which is a, a mirrorless camera that will shoot 4K, but it, it's got a pretty heavy crop factor. But if you shoot, which basically means the video will be shrunk, you know, it'll, it'll crop out a lot of the what you see on video. But it shoots high quality 1080. It's real small. You could, you know, it comes with a decent kit lens. You can put a Joby Gorillapod in, in this kit that you can quickly put the, you know, the camera on and you can put a Rode. I see you're a fan of Rode, by the way. You yeah. put a Rode video mic pro on the camera and it gives you a quick a little bit of a level up in your your vlogging and that way you don't have to use the lapel because you can if you're going to just do handheld vlogging you point it right towards yourself and and it sounds great i use that a lot for testimonials and if you because testimonials are very important so it's a quick way to get a high quality testimonial uh, from a client and that's the kind of content that i recommend businesses start to get do the vlogging do live videos because live videos being consumed at a higher rate than recorded video, especially on Facebook. So start doing those live videos, start getting those testimonials. If you're in a business where you, you know, that's going to be farther down the funnel. It's going to help you convert more business, whatever business you're in. I'm speaking in general, you know, generalities here, but 
And you can do that with that kind of setup. You can get testimonials with your smartphone. You can get testimonials with a, a small mirrorless camera. You can do an introduction video that you can put in an email or on LinkedIn or even on your website if you're getting started. So I, I think that's uh, really good to know because if you're hesitant in getting into to doing video for your business, you really don't need to because you've got pretty much everything you need right in the palm of your hands. I want to go back to something you said about live videos versus pre-recorded. Why is that? I've noticed the exact same thing. Live short clip <clears throat> videos are getting a tremendous amount more views or traffic than pre-recorded videos in some cases. Why is that? I don't know if I got the exact answers, but my, my feeling is, is that we see that little red light or the little red dot that's on and so, oh, something's going on. Well, I got to watch this. And then we want to watch that live. You know, there's a little more interaction going on because yeah. you can type in comments and, you know, you've got a lot of social media influencers that people follow and they want to comment to them and, and they get responses right back. So it's a little more immediate maybe. And the good thing about live video too, it's a little longer form. So it's an opportunity for your brand to get a little bit more exposure with, with your audience and they're engaged because they're they're commenting, they're liking, they're sharing. So there's a lot going on in that video that with a recorded video, sure, you can still get comments and likes and shares, but this is a little more immediate. So as a business or a marketer, we really want to get that feedback and you're going to get that feedback right there because it's going to be in the form of likes, shares, comments, those kind of things. Well, that's probably good insight as to why, but I, I can tell you statistically, when you look at those, the numbers and the views and, and the amount of people that are watching and clicking on those and interacting, to your point, it's about engagement. Yep. They're engaging with it. It's phenomenally different, <clears throat> dramatically different. And we have watched that on property videos where people are shooting live videos of their self or of the property on site. And then you go back and do a pre-recorded video of a very similar property and lay them outside beside. And the numbers are just dramatically different on one versus the other. That's good to hear because that's that's kind of what I've been seeing, too. Um, that's why, again, I talk to my clients about, oh, by the way, you really need to start doing live video. And they, they say, oh, we're going to do that. And I work with a lot of in-house marketing teams, social media managers, social media coordinators. And I get it. They have a lot to do and they've got to make sure they're following, you know, what they're doing that and they're keeping things aligned to their marketing strategy, their marketing plan. But if they could find a way just to fit some live video in, I think they would see that that's really going to be helpful in doing a lot of things. And that's the cool thing about video. It's a wide brush, even though you can be very tactical and very, you know, specific in what you do with video at the same time, video is a wide brush and it accomplishes a lot of things from creating awareness, educating, connecting, converting. Video, you know, helps you get found with SEO. You know, Google loves video. Uh, so video is a wide brush and how you could leave that out of anything you're doing as far as your marketing uh, is beyond me. So I've seen the light go on in business owners and in marketers over the last six years. So they are starting to do video, but I think that it's just now coming in focus, I should say, because they they want to do video, but they need to learn different ways. To, you still see the one size fits all video and trying to put everything in the video and you could do that with live video. But I think video, if you're going to, if you want to put a longer form message out there, live video would be the way to go. The Sale Ring, online at www.thesalering.com. Hosting sites for videos, when you're uploading videos, of course, YouTube, Vimeo. You're familiar with Vimeo? Sure. Yeah, Vimeo, Vimeo Pro. And Vimeo is great. From my perspective, Vimeo is great for creators. So if you have a, if you're putting a short film together or if you are, you know, or if you have a portfolio, it's a great place to put. This is, this is my perspective on it. 
I don't use Vimeo in or recommend Vimeo to to my clients. I use another platform called Wistia. Wistia. Okay. And if you haven't heard of Wistia, and I still see the, you know, the the eyebrows go up when I say Wistia because a lot of, you know, people haven't heard of Wistia, even though it's been around, I think, since about 2006. Wistia is video hosting for business. And if you want to learn more about Wistia, and I'm not a commercial for Wistia, but go to wistia.com slash product. And it's that page will tell you really everything you need to know about Wistia. And if you're starting to do video at your place of business, Wistia has got a great community that can give you some inspiration on how to do different kinds of videos, whether it be explainer videos for your website, social media videos, videos for email. Speaking of email, video and email, you're going to see a higher engagement, higher click-through rates if you just put video in the subject line. If you take brackets, not parentheses, but brackets and put video in there. A lot of times when I reach out to a client or potential client, I might put the name of their business and then put video. And I don't know if they think, oh, this is a video about my business. But I mean, just video in the subject line, you're going to get a higher you know, engagement with that. And it's much better than trying to call somebody. Wistia has a product that they use for, it's a Chrome browser plugin called Soapbox. I don't know if you, have you ever heard of Soapbox? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm fairly familiar with a lot of different plugins and that one sounds familiar, but. Soapbox is great because you can record a video and even if you don't have, you know, a high amount of editing skills, it's really just drag and clip and, and you you put your video together and it essentially gives you an opportunity to put a presentation in an email. So it's for video editing? No, it's 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 just for anybody who wants to send a message in video or an email, but they want to use video. You record with your laptop. So you would take your laptop, put it up on some books or something. So it's up higher. So it's a little more complimentary of the angle. Maybe sit in front of a window so you have more, you know, nicer, pleasant light. And you want to reach out to uh, anybody. It could be a personal email. It could be a business email. You want to reach out to a client, a potential client. Maybe you have a client you want to follow up with them. And instead of telling them things over phone, you could put, you know, three or four, a handful of bullet points. Because what it does is you record yourself. And then it gives you an opportunity to go in and split screen. So you see your split screen. You see the subject on one side and you can have a presentation on the other side that says, you know, hey, this is Christian just following up. Wanted to say we looked at your recent whatever and, you know, I've got a few things I want to share with you and it's boom, boom, boom. And uh, I'd like to follow up with you to discuss this. If you have any questions and it's in a video. And it's not an email with text and it's just, it, it makes a nice thumb. You can make a custom thumbnail. Again, just makes when the recipient gets the email and they see video in the subject line and then they see a thumbnail in the video, they're met by what I call the most compelling call to action on the web, the video play button. Yeah. And they can't help it. They got to push it. And when they push it, it's really you. It's not text. It's not the phone. It's you on camera talking to them, making eye contact through the camera, mm -hmm. and you're giving them information that's meaningful to what they're trying to accomplish in their business. It's just much more engaging. And the good thing is it's measurable. When you package that up in Soapbox, can you save that and send that same message to multiple recipients? Yes, I believe you can. You can just embed that whatever. Yeah. No, I haven't heard of that actually. And the wheels are turning right now. I, I may have a plan for that. Well, like Wistia, you can use all sorts of different email clients for your email marketing. But one that sticks out because I think they're somewhat partners with them is MailChimp. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people use MailChimp, whether mm -hmm. it be, you know, the basic or the free or the or a paid plan. Wistia goes great with MailChimp. So when you send an email out or an email blast, you'll not only know who watched it, but you'll know how much of the video they watched because it's got heat maps and you can see maybe there's a part in the video that 
was really interesting, or maybe there's something wrong, or maybe there's some questions that could be posed because you're seeing the heat maps, you're seeing something that they've been watching over and over. So as a salesperson, you might help you anticipate questions. It might help you qualify leads. Um, You can also contract conversions because you can put conversion links in there. You can also do a turnstile that comes out and capture leads right in the video. So putting, using Wistia to embed on your website, right on the, you know, if you have an explainer video or a landing page where you want to capture some information, rather than having that lead form, which me as a consumer, I don't like the lead. No, none of us do. It's none usually of us down, want to fill that thing out. It's you're afraid down, to be put on a list. That's yeah. why. But if the turnstile comes out and it's right mm-hmm. there and it's got big text and it says, put your name and email, you know, and I'm not saying use that as a, as a gated con- content where you force them to give you your information yeah. um, or you could also put it where you can skip it, but you can make it that way too. So you can, if you're doing training and I think you guys said you do some training, if you, mm-hmm. especially internally, if you need to send a video out that everybody in your organization needs to watch because it's some sort of training, you can then make it where they have to put in their information. And then, oh, by the way, you can see if they watched it because you've got, you the, get a ping you've got back. the heat yeah. So love Wistia. Wistia and Soapbox. Yes, Soapbox is their uh, Chrome browser plugin, and it, it's great. And for all of our listeners, all of the different tools and software and programs, the links to this show are going to be posted in the show notes whenever we upload this session. So they'll be able to find those very easily on our website. We're going to slip away, hear from our sponsors. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more from Christian. Ever dream of owning a country estate, historic home, or lakefront property? Log on to unitedcountry.com. Would you like to retire to a home built on breathtaking acreage in the mountains? Unitedcountry.com. Ever dream of your own private hunting preserve? unitedcountry.com. Over 30,000 farm, recreational, and lifestyle properties are just a click away, helping people find their American dream for over 90 years. We will help you find yours. Log on now to unitedcountry.com and find your freedom. Crude oil, natural gas, coal, Buying and selling minerals is a breeze when you have the right energy professionals on your team. Mineralmarketing.com is a leading resource for America's mineral owners. Whether you're wanting to lease or sell your mineral rights, Mineral Marketing has you covered. Mineralmarketing.com, the oil and gas marketplace. Thinking about selling a real estate investment, but worried about the taxes you'll have to pay? Property owners just like you have solved their tax issue with a Starker Services 1031 exchange. One call could save you a fortune in taxes. Call Starker Services today at 800-332-1031 or visit online at www.starker.com and keep the tax dollars working for you. Are you looking for heavy equipment but unsure where to start? Then you need to check out AuctionTime.com. Find great equipment has never been easier than bidding online at AuctionTime.com. What are you waiting for? Online auctions are closing every Wednesday, so register and start bidding today. AuctionTime.com, the way to buy heavy equipment. We're back. While we were on break, we were visiting with Christian a little bit about best practices, kind of tips. As Trina just brought up here, if you're brand new to marketing, you're kind of starting them on the path. You just set them on the tracks and say, well, focus on doing this. 
what would some of the the best practices that you could recommend? You know, what give us give us some tips, give us some guidance when we're just coming out of the gate. Well, if you're just starting, I mean, I have what I call the prerequisite videos that you. That there you if go. You're a business, and these are the videos that you should be doing. If you have a website, if you're engaging with your your customers online, you've got to have a website explainer video. This is pretty video marketing 101. You have to have an explainer video. You don't want this video to be a real long 60 seconds tops, 60 seconds or less. This is who you are, what you do and why you do it. It gives a glimpse to your audience into your company. You're able to see the people, the faces, and again, learn a little bit more about this company. And you'd really try to, you know, put that value proposition, you know, of what as a company you know, what it is you're doing and what you're doing to solve the, what, what's the problem you're helping, you know, solve for your customer, whether it's a service or a product, get that in there, get that up front. You don't want to bury that at the end because you might not get that opportunity to uh, let them know that. So you hook them with the who you are, what you do and why you do it in the first 20 seconds. That's a prerequisite. Have that explainer video on your, on your website, social media videos, videos that you can boost on Facebook, or LinkedIn. LinkedIn is uh, making a huge you know, shift to video and they have been for some time, but I think marketers are kind of forgetting about LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. So LinkedIn's making a push into, into videos. I think especially if you're B2B. Yeah. B2B. Yeah, which is what their platform's designed to do. Yeah. yeah. LinkedIn primarily. is a huge uh, you know, platform for video. You can post videos and, and there's a lot of you know information you can get about who's watching your videos, like the title of you know the CEO, the chief marketing officer watched your video and what locations there are. So LinkedIn's a great platform for video. Again, probably another, you know, whole nother you know, segment on LinkedIn alone, but yeah. Um, I would, yeah, but what a I would great encourage tip. That's, everybody that's to yeah check out LinkedIn for video, especially if you're doing B two B, and uh, it's a great way just to you know as it's a professional to educate your network on what you do. If you're a real estate agent, I mean, again, we talked about earlier compelling versus selling. So we already know I'll watch a video with somebody in a deer stand for for an hour, right? <laughs> yeah. It's okay to talk about your day. It's okay just to talk about whatever. You don't have to get right to the sales pitch. Yeah. You can do a video without selling something because you're actually, you are selling something. You're selling yourself because people like to buy from people they like, not because you're the best. If you tell me we're going to go to a restaurant tonight and they've got the best hamburger, well, that's great to know, but I might go back there because they have the best people. So I want to know more about the people. And hamburgers. And the hamburgers. So Doing these videos, and I call the prerequisite videos, it's a great way to get your people, your company, everything that is your brand essence. So it's basically video. like your TV commercial put online on the on the front page of your website, essentially is what you're saying, only maybe like a, a shorter version of that. It is, but it, you said TV commercial. Yeah. And I just would say <laughs> it's absolutely everything that is That's not, not a, com- a TV okay. commercial. And only because I, I don't want to, you know, make it sound like I'm, you know, scolding you over. The, no, no. It's but okay. that's the thing. As she needs to be scolded once no, in a while. It's okay. You hit a hot button right there for me because yeah, it's I everything TV so. is not. Because again, we watch these commercials on you know on TV and we tune out completely. And they're like, call now. Yeah. You know, you know, for you know, a free, you know, whatever. <laughs> call now one eight hundred. You know, they can't wait to tell you the phone number. I see uh-huh. attorneys who have done a lot of videos for attorneys, and they still want to say, if you've been injured in an accident, yes. call us today one 777 77 77 77 77 We like, all know how many what you're sevens? commercial you're talking about right now. Yeah. <laughs> is that five sevens or six sevens? I think yeah. it was all sevens. Seven 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 seven. Call us now if you've been injured. We want to uh-huh. help you. 
I got injured dialing the phone. <laughs> right. I was injured calling you. There was too many sevens. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It's too many sevens. I'm suing. Yeah. I'm unhappy. But yeah, so video, I mean, TV, a little more selling. Online's got to be compelling. Nobody, as we talked about, nobody wants to be sold anything. But that homepage video is basically a, a compelling introduction to your audience. It's your so. about us page, essentially. So yeah. it's the first half of your commercial on TV, minus all the silly stuff. And I see, you, you know what, have you noticed though? Have you seen more TV commercials starting to look like online videos? Yeah. yeah. And that's been, that's not something new. I mean, they've been doing that now for for, for several years. They want them to look like their mm-hmm. online videos. The, the quality of the video may look a little more, you know, online, I guess, if you want to say, maybe it looks a little more, uh, you know, uh, handheld. Less or produced, yeah. Yeah, less produced, maybe. But that's not the case. You can produce high quality videos uh, online. And, and, and even if you want to do it on your own, you, you can do it. So another video I would say would be testimonials. Oh, yeah. So you can get the social media videos that I was getting ready to say that you could boost on Facebook, a 15-second video, a 30-second video. These are a little more brand videos that can be, maybe they're going to drive traffic to a landing page or something like that. Or maybe they're going to sell a product that you can put a conversion link in there and you can you can drive them to the point of purchase. So you yeah. can do that on social media. But then also start to do testimonials. So if you've got that smartphone or if you've got that entry-level camera or you start to level up and you've got your own camera gear, you can start to do... But it's, it's easier if you've got a handheld camera that you've got a customer and you've had a great experience and you get that testimonial. Then you've got video assets that you can start to optimize for what it is that you do. Kansas City landscaping, Kansas City real estate, Northland real estate, Glad's, you know, whatever it is, you can take those video assets. Now you have something you can optimize. You can put a content keyword rich description, an optimized title, a title that is not created to make you feel good, but one that somebody's searching for. How do I find a home in the Northland? Or you know your business better than I do. So what are those questions that your audience is, what are they asking? That's how you optimize your video. There really is no proprietary secret, big secret to this. I mean, if you just start to check the boxes and put a custom thumbnail, put a content keyword rich description, don't put a hundred tags in your video. Just put the ones that are relevant to your geographic location, the main topic of your video, and maybe your industry. And there are other plugins out there that can help you do this. TubeBuddy, TubeBuddy is one of them. It's a plugin that helps you optimize your video content. It gives you tag suggestions. It helps you with the custom thumbnails. And you called that TubeBuddy. T-U-B-E. Like YouTube? TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy. Yeah. Got it. Tell your friends you get your information on the Sale Ring Podcast Show. There are things that I think are going to go well with video. So some of the things I've talked about, just to kind of engage with an audience that might say, well, you know, I know all this. I know I need an explainer video. I know I need to do testimonials. Well, I want to make sure and say something to those out there that are thinking, what's next? And I would say video and voice, voice search and video, voice and visual are going to go together great. And then you couple that with AI, start consuming anything about AI, especially with marketing, business, machine learning, automation. I think those are the things that uh, that I'm most interested in right now is voice search, optimizing for longer string, more natural, uh, conversational content Mm -hmm. that when consumers are looking online, they're looking for answers. They're not looking for a list of results. They want our device to tell them the answer. So it's not too late because actually, if you're, if you're thinking this way, you're going to be in a better position to make sure that you are the one with the answer. 
So all these things I've talked about with YouTube are going to help you build that authority. And if you start to build that authority now by making sure you're checking the boxes and doing these things, when these changes come in, you're going to be the one that's uh, Google putting you at the top of the results. And and you're, you're going to be the one that's providing the answers to the consumers. Christian, it's great, great content. Yeah. been an awesome podcast session. And I appreciate you joining Trina and I in the studio today. Tell us how to get for the viewers out there, the listeners, tell them how to get a hold of you in touch with viral video marketing. Well, you can give me a call at 1-800. They're like, wait, wait, what about about all this compelling talk? You got the number now. But wait, there's more. Yeah, but wait, if you call now, you you can just go to the website. And there's a video there. Imagine that. Viralvideokc.com. Viralvideokc.com. We're on Facebook, Viral Video KC. You can like our page there and we try to post some tips like this. And I yeah. really hope you do have video on your website. <laughs> yeah, there's no video. We haven't done any video for ourselves. No, oh. no I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's hilarious. There's hundreds of videos there. I bet. Check out Christian and his website at viralvideokc.com. That's viral video marketing at viralvideokc.com. There'll be links to all of the terms and software and great tips that were mentioned in the show today. We appreciate you tuning in, and we'll see you next time inside the sale ring. This episode has ended, but your journey to greatness continues. To access all resources and links mentioned in today's show, head over to www.thesalering.com now. That's www.thesalering.com.